Welcome to Friday Vibes. No scripts, just chat. We talk all things food and beverage and so much more. Feel our vibe and search for Friday Vibes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And make sure to give us a five-star review. Now your hosts, me, Alex Bear with Genius Juice and Wade Yeti. Hello, hello. Sorry for being a little late on here. Uh, This is episode 21 of Friday Vibes. No script, just chat. And uh, man, so for those that are obviously here live, for those that are listening later, uh, we usually start at 2.30. Right now we start at 2.42. I'm actually in a hotel uh, right near Petco Park. We have a big event today. Also, uh, me and my wife's five-year anniversary. So she's right, anniversary. She's right over here. So we're just hanging out in the hotel before the, the event. It's a 93.3 iHeart Media summer kickoff with about 10,000 people. We have our booth set up. We have our tabletop. We have the canopy right in the center with 9,000 dehydrated and tired people rocking out to a concert that we're going to give our smoothies to. So that's starting in a couple hours here. And uh, no better way to start a Friday then be on here. So how you doing, my friend? Good, good. Right on. Better late than never, right? Better late than never. Just show up, even if it's late. You've got your genius gear in full effect there, I see. You've got the shirts. You've got the hat. You've got got all lined up. So what time does this show start, the concert? So it starts at 5. And by the way, you mentioned hat. This is our own hat from 2014. I've worn this, like, I'm not going to wear it at the concert. Um, it's really old. I just wanted to show it on here, but literally I've run with this hundreds of times. A lot of sweat nice. in here, logged, but still hanging in there. This is our original logo from 2014. So, yeah, starts at 5, ends at 10. It's going to be five hours. We have brought one and a half pallets of product. Nice. So it's, it's going to be... Um, it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a thing. It's gonna be fun. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah so uh, I've got my gray Wrong. shirt on here, right? Yep. This is the and and Matt Matt is is on the show uh, right now. He sent a, sent me a nice package with uh, this shirt, which which I love, and uh, a lot of goodies. Um, and what's funny is, uh, you know, I had to move. There was somebody else we talked about this too. Uh, I had to move across the country to be able to do business with Matt because, uh, you know, we had a little bit of a hang up in California with the organic piece. Um, but Matt, Matt is with rind, um, fantastic product. Um, my son's visiting from Wisconsin this week and, uh, he's been snacking on some of those goodies. So, uh, we're loving our, we're loving our rind for sure. Yeah. So I got a, um, as, as you probably did, I got a full package from, uh, from Ryan, Matt Weiss. He's the, uh, uh, the CEO and uh, co-founder of Rind. And basically he sent me the dried fruit snacks, which are like fre- basically fresh fruit in dried form. And they yep. also have their new um, uh, fruit chips. chip. They yep. have the kiwi chips, the apple. And there's one more that I can't remember that they have. But I gave it to my wife. She loved it. Literally, I picked it up at her box, went into the car, ripped it open, but he gave me a magnet for a fridge with a clip on it. He gave me a shirt. He gave me a hat, yep. which again, I don't have with me, but I'm going to be repping it on the next episode for 
Sure. Um, let's reset the room because we have a lot of comments that are coming in, some questions, some comments, some people that just want to be heard. Is that, a, is that a riot that I spy? It is a riot. Nice. It is a riot. Riot Energy, shout out, Steve and Laura Jacobson. Knowing them forever. When I say forever, six years, I guess that that is a long time. So, uh, Marsha, Slackers, for sure. <laughs> Kenny Hausman with Foodland out in Hawaii. Congrats, Alex. Thank you. Dima, congrats, Alex. Thank you. Nick Westby, what's up, everybody? Been listening, been a while listening from the planting or from the, oh yeah, from the tractor, planting organic beans. Okay, it took me a second to understand what that emoji was. Right. Tom, Tom and uh, Susan with uh, Brandjectory, happy anniversary. We are 24 years tomorrow. Wow, so actually, so this is Brandjectory sponsor shows all the time. Their anniversary is one day after me and Ashley's. That's crazy. Wow. That's awesome. Happy early anniversary. And if it is, if we're talking Asian time, China, Japan, it is your anniversary already. So there you go. It's your anniversary somewhere in the world. And what else? Couple, there's a question on here. Oh, and here we go. Patrick Sinclair with iHeart. He's the guy that really helped us make this entire thing happen. So he tried our product, loved it, connected with me on LinkedIn, started doing, you know, following Friday Vibes and 15 Minutes of Genius. And he's like, you know what? There's all these like Cokes and Pepsis and Dasanis and all these mainstream, you know, Topo Chico's and all these brands that are at these concerts. But there isn't a small local brand that could really grow from this and benefit from this and also give something healthy. So Patrick was the guy that hooked this up through iHeartMedia. So thank you, Patrick. I love you, brother. Thanks for giving us that shot. And uh, yeah, we're pumped. We're, there's going to be many videos, many photos, many reels, many TikTok videos covering this event. So make sure to plug genius underscore juice on Instagram to, to check it out. And Great. before I keep yapping, what else? We have Marine. I just joined which concert? This is the iHeartMedia summer kickoff at Petco Park in San Diego, June 3rd. And Ian, ah uh, man, Ian Nitsky, ah uh, man, Wade, mm -hmm. you have a family in Wisconsin, love all the Midwest roots. Do you know, do you know Ian? What's that? You know Ian? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know Ian. Um, Ian is with, uh, he's a, he's looking a it up very, very sales, but I can't think of his brand. Ian, Ian, remind me your brand. I, I know you're in, it's, it's the dairy side, but I can't remember the brand. Um, yeah. And while we're waiting for that, we did have earlier on, while we were waiting for you to join, Alex, we had a couple things that they wanted us to talk about. One was um, shrinkflation. And one, okay. yeah, shrinkflation, and one was um, how uh, CPG companies buying larger companies buying smaller companies, like the honest tea or the honest tea thing. You know, as far as that goes, because Billy had brought that up last week, um, and someone else chimed in, and I've lost the comment, but it's there somewhere. So, yeah, I mean, I would say just for like buying, you know, it's it's interesting. I think uh, brands know that they can get a bargain right now. Um, by buying another brand because maybe they were taken over by um, an entity that just did not do a great job of managing the brand. I mean, Honesty was doing, uh, from what I've read online, um, is was doing nearly $400 million a year in sales Crazy. when they were sold to Coke. And then now they're doing well under $100 million in sales 
after Coke took over for, you know, let's say how many years, what, 10 years now, 11 years now. Right. So since VEB and then Coke took over uh, under VEB, Venture Emerging Brands. Um, so I think some big companies, it's just hard for them to manage and grow a brand that is, you know, a specialty product. It requires that passion and energy from the founders and from the original team. And a lot of that gets lost when it goes right. to a big conglomerate. Nothing against Coke or Pepsi. They're monster companies. They, they're doing billion, literally monster. And they're doing billions of dollars. So there's brand, there's a, there's a pattern happening, everyone, right? Zico, Mark Rampola took it back. Um, Odwalla was dumped by Coke, taken by private equity. Um, you know, Naked Juice was dumped by Pepsi, taken by private equity. And now we have Honest Tea that was picked up. It hasn't been, actually, it didn't get picked up yet, right? Honest Tea. I don't think so. I don't think so. And, and I probably have a little different perspective on it just because of uh, you know, my, my, it's, it's probably more personal than it is, uh, than it is professional, but I, I just, I feel a lot of times what happens is, um, you, you talk about those, some of the larger companies you mentioned. Um, I think there's, whether it's intentional or, or just what inevitably what happens, I mean, with, with Coke, you know, you, they, they developed Gold Peak. And so, you know, it, it they're not going to put much, re, you know, a lot of resources into both. You know, so they're going to support their own. They build it and, and it's just kind of like, OK, we'll just let this one die. We bought our competition essentially or what would have been their competition. And, and you know, they build up Gold Peak and put all their yeah. promotional effort and everything towards that. And and I, I, I think about Anheuser-Busch, right, when when, you know, it's been my goodness, probably what, 15 years now or so when the craft beer thing was starting to boom. And they started buying up some of these some of these local breweries and, uh, you know, whatnot. And just to have that in their portfolio, because the what you would call domestics and and just the the mainline stuff with AB and Miller, all that stuff, Budweiser, um, the growth wasn't there and the boom was in craft. So they started buying all those brands up. And then inevitably they started also developing their own pseudo craft type stuff like the shock mm -hmm. tops and. Coors was Blue Moon and things like that and and really doing it doing it that way. So I think I, I don't know. I think, like I said, whether it's an intentional, you know, buying it to kill it or um, just buying it and then just letting it just kind of do its own thing and not feed it, if you will. I think that's kind of where I sit with it. I mean, um, I see it happen more often than not. Yeah. And it's interesting, like what we're talking about, the situation where big conglomerate buys a brand that's doing well, they just let it keep running, but they don't focus a lot of their resources and time on it because they have their own in-house brands that they're taking care of first, like you mentioned, and slowly it dies over time. They squeeze as much out of it as they can through distribution. And then they just, and then they yep. offload it when it just doesn't make sense on their P&L or balance sheet. But what's interesting, what kind of broke that pattern is Evolution Fresh, which we lightly touched on, you know, last week. I read an article, you know, I, I keep saying I read articles like it makes me look smarter than I actually am, that Evolution Fresh, they were doing better than ever. You mm -hmm. know, they were doing better than ever. Their sales were up like over 40 percent. That's what I again, just, you know, that's what these articles are saying. And like people are getting into cold pressed again. They're, you know, Evolution made a pledge, right? Where everything needs to be organic, right? If it's sold in a retail store, every single skew, super green, defense up, orange juice, it all has to be organic. And they made that pledge and they followed through with that pledge. 
that's also cold pressed locally in Rancho Cucamonga at this huge facility. So, and then their new branding I thought was freaking fantastic. You know, I thought you can see through the bottle, right? You see the separation, you see the real ingredients. I buy Evolution Fresh. It's $5.99 for a green for the green one that I like, but it's great. So Starbucks sold it, you know, to uh Bolt House. Mm-hmm. And they were doing better than ever, but it, they sold it for not because it wasn't not doing well, but because they wanted to focus in on their own products. So when you walk into a Starbucks, I walked into one today on the way here, and they have energy drinks, same shape, same can as the Riot energy can, that's Starbucks energy drink. So they want to clear the shelf of evolution, put in brands of their own. And at the end of the day, $400 million to a brand like Starbucks, sad to say, is not a lot of money to them. Right. And they feel like they can make more by pushing their own brand. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. hundred percent. hundred percent. So, so the other thing was the shrinkflation thing. Do you, what do you, what are your thoughts? I want you to go first. Cause I want to piggyback off your ideas. Okay. Well, you're, I you're think you're facing it. You're facing it more in retail than you're, you're, you're hearing about it every day. Well, it, I think, you know, honestly, I'm not removed from it, you know, with what in my current role, what I'm doing, I'm doing a little bit more managing directing than I am, you know, as far as hands on with. So I'm not touching that stuff like I would have at that level previously. But what I see happening is is just the 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 mass amounts of cost increase. The cost increases are just astounding as far as not necessarily for, as a percentage, but the amount of how many. And, and I know it's things that, you know, brands that are on here. It's 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 a variety of things, whether you talk about freight, whether you talk about supply costs, packaging costs, all those things associated with it. But, you know, and we've talked about it on the show here over the last few weeks um, here and there, uh, just what it means from, you know, from my role and and from a retail perspective, I, I can't you know, we we have numbers to hit. Right. You've got a budget. You, you know, you can't just absorb. We have to pass those on. Um, and there's not a day that goes by, whether it's on LinkedIn or on Facebook or somewhere um, where I'm seeing how many people are, are commenting on on just the overall prices of things. Right. Not just CPG. But, you know, I've, I've read something today about gas and, and you know, it's 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 everything. It's nonstop. Nonstop. So to me, it's it's that that challenge that, you know, talking with my team and trying to make sure that we can we can not absorb those on our end, but yet still remain competitive because the challenge on my side is when you look at the bigger companies of the world, right? The Albertsons, the Kroger's and Publix and places that have their own DCs or, you know, warehouse facilities or something like that, that they, they can hold off on a, on a cost change or retail change longer because they're self-distributing. Right. And so, you know, maybe they have a stockpile of promotional merchandise. Maybe they, you know, raise something outside the category to compensate for, you know, a, uh, a, what I, I would call a KBI or something like that. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily have to react to it as fast as, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to give myself that we're small, but a smaller scale than they are. They don't have to change as rapidly um, as, as someone like, you know, the chains that I've been with over the years, just because, you know, you're pulling from a distributor and you're at their mercy when that cost when that cost comes, boom, you've got to make a you've got to you've got to make a change. You can't you don't have a warehouse full or 
you don't really have negotiating power per se uh -huh. to go back to your distributor and say, oh, no, don't do that. Whereas those big boys, you know, I saw I saw some some uh, press this week about pushing back. I can't remember what the chain was that was pushing. It might have been Target. I can't remember. It was pushing back yeah. on cost changes. Right. Um, but but in, in a position when you're using a distributor, you you don't really have that luxury that you're relying on the distributor to do that. And, and you know, that's not necessarily going to happen. Yeah. You know, I, I just think that um, I'm seeing cost increases. What I what I at least what makes me feel a little better because we increased our price, just the whole story uh, mm -hmm. back in November of last year. You know, we saw things coming. We saw the price, hit, the um, the cost hits coming for freight internationally and also this raw materials. You know, every it seemed like every month I was getting a notification from our bottle manufacturer saying, oh, plastic resin has gone up again and again right. and again. And so because of that, we raised our price to $5.99 across most channels that require a distributor. Right. And like it. That middleman, you know, just sends it up even more versus direct. We can keep it under four ninety nine, right? Because it's going directly to the store. There's no middleman that takes their takes their bite out of it, right? So we went to five ninety nine, and other brands, which I can openly say, like Remedy Organic, Koya, Rebel, they stayed either at three ninety nine or four ninety nine, right? Because under pressure, right? They have private equity behind them. They have venture capital behind them. It's all about sales, sales, sales. Let's move as many units as possible. Continue promoting, right? And then when shit really hit the fan, right? Like in Q1 of this year, like when, when it reality really hit that these, this price, these um, costs are not going down anytime soon and the ports are not going to get really that much better. They eventually caved <clears> in. So what I'm seeing, at least in my local stores here, I don't know about, you know, North Carolina or the East Coast, is that Koya is now at 429 or 439. Mm. Remedy Organic, they're now at 549. Rebel, their, their, um, their proteins, which are normally 499, are now 549. So I like that brands, I, don't, I wouldn't say I like, but it's good that they're recognizing that at the end of the day, you have to be a sustainable company to eventually break even to appease your investors through having a sustainable company that's going to be around in a year or two because you're you're getting proper margin. So right. now our product, which Wade, you wouldn't believe, I mean, you probably do believe from being in this industry, we got so many people that emailed us. Why is it at $5.99? Like, you know, it was used to be $4.99, used to be $3.99. Like, why would I pay $2 more or a dollar more? But now that customers are seeing that every other product next to us also increased the dollar. Now the customer finally understands the consumer, I should say, the one buying the right. product and drinking it. They understand this is why uh, brands are raising their price. And it's not just one brand. They're not doing it to make more money. They're doing it to stay right. alive. Right. So. Well, and the other thing we didn't we didn't really talk about the shrink part of it, per se, is, is the downsizing, right, which you know, I think I always use the example of Frito-Lay because over the years they've been so, uh, you know, I, my gosh, when a package of Lay's, you, you know, just regular Lay's potato chips going back how many years was probably what was it? Four? I don't even know. If, was it 16 ounces? I, I don't even know. But now I think they're probably down around the seven to eight ounce, yeah. you know, you know, and that's one of the way one of the things they do um, very well to uh fight off retail changes is they just keep downsizing the package. Right. And so, you know, and, and, you know, you open the package and it's half full anyways, but um, 
you know, it's it's something that, you know, they to hit those price points that they want to hit, uh, they they always are looking at quote unquote creative ways to keep that keep that retail where it is. And it, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we're seeing, you know, five to six ounce packages before long just because that's you know, that's the nature of the beast. So exactly. I mean, look at, you know, midday squares, they're rolling out their single square that we talked about because, you know, their price point pre, I'm going to say, what is it? Pre, pre square or after square, whatever. My joke totally failed there, but you know, before they went to one square and they were at two squares for their chocolate bars, they were pushing three 99. Some stores with distributors with DSD 25% distributors, They were at 429. They're at 449. And, you know, it's hard to compete with Perfect Bar, right? What that's at 299. Well, and, well, also, and that's that, you know. that whole thing that they went through. Um, you know, it makes it makes a lot of sense when you think about it, because they were, you know, marketing themselves, obviously, as a as a afternoon snack or what have you. But, you know what? But it's it was two servings, right? A Perfect Bar was never two servings. Right? Yeah, it's always been one. one. Easy. So you're not necessarily comparing apples to apples when you look at it that way. And that's that's the thing to your point, you know, when you're looking at your your example, Genius Juice versus Rebel and, and all those others, um, you know, you, you when you start looking at ingredients and things like that. Now, now the the, the playing field's kind of even now, you know, they're catching up to you. Midday Squares is kind of kind of working it the other way where they're going back to their or they're going to where their competition is, you know? Um, and, and so I, I think it's going to work out well for them. I think it's going to, it's going to be a better, better price point. You know, uh, it's going to encourage trial more so. And, and uh, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's going to be big. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I usually eat one square now and one square later. So by having just one square and also the fact that their products needs to be refrigerated, right. And right. it's chocolate, right. And it's, it's hot out sometimes, right. In many areas of the country, you don't want to be left with one bar. And I've had this happen. I've been, I was left with one square. I put it in my car seat, sits there for an hour or two. Done. I pick it up. Boom. I have chocolate pudding in a bag. You know, right. um, that's what happened. You know, it's like, man, I wish, you know, uh, brands like whatever. Right. You know, other chocolate bars, whether it's maybe a Hershey's or something or other. It's a bad example. But there's some chocolate bars that it takes a long time for it to melt because it's not real. Like they put in additives and preservatives and emulsifiers. But you can tell when literally like midday square, you take it outside, it starts to melt in your hand, you know, melt in your mouth, not in your hand. Well, midday square will melt in your hand. That's how real it is. Um, That's a good, that's Jake. You can take that one. It melts in your hand and in your mouth. There you go. Right. Um, But they don't want to get sued by M&M Mars. So uh, they've already had enough of that shit going on. Right. So um, yeah. So I think like, you know, we also consider, do we lower the size on our product? We have a 10 ounce product right now. Now, when we started Genius Juice, it was it was 16 ounces. And we talked about this. It was 16. Right. Then it went to 12 in 2017. Then in 2019, we went to 10 ounce. And the risk that we run also is that if we're going to be at 499, if we lower our size, if it's like a six to eight ounce bottle, someone can just slam that so fast. Right. And they're like, I just paid $5 and it was like a shot. Right. And so the reason we've stayed at 10 ounce, well, two, two main reasons. Number one, we don't want to make your job harder by doing UPC changes. That's a pain in the Royal ass. And it takes months to do that because of staff shortages. And then number two, we want to make sure that the person gets the effect from our drink. Like we want to make sure the person feels satisfied from it. 
And if we make it too small, they may feel like I got shortchanged in that. That wasn't enough. And right. I'm not going to go out and buy another bottle because I don't want to spend $10 on two bottles just to be satiated. I might as well right. buy a pizza or a sandwich. So, so I think we're, we're, we're staying pat. You know, I think like whenever you make changes, whether it's a, a packaging change, a label change, a UPC change, it creates effects to your company, to your operations and your salespeople from between six to 12 months, right? Now you, you agree with that because you've been through that so many times. Right. right. So I would rather focus less on making all these changes and focus more on just doubling down on what we have right now. So, yeah, yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So uh, to reset the room here, I mean, this is all we're talking shrinkflation. We're talking about just, you know, supply chain, a um, lot of different things. So some some comments here. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Tom Malingo have not been in Starbucks in a long time. BlackRock and Dutch Brothers. Dutch Brothers, I saw them on Undercover Boss, actually. Hmm. Yeah, the guy the guy gave one of his employees $100,000 on Undercover Boss. It was crazy. Wow. Such a cool guy. Dutch Brothers. I wish there was one near me. There isn't. But um, hmm. And then uh, Kenny Hausman, well said, Wade, on inflation. It's been, it's been big out there for the islands, especially. I mean, I can only imagine. Oh. Yeah. Just because, like, People that have never been to Hawaii, they forget how far Hawaii is away from the U.S. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if Hawaii was any further, it'd be part of like Japan, not the yeah. U.S. <laughs> yeah. So I, I can only imagine like when I when we sell into Hawaii or right, like, you know, down to earth, as an example, that product is six ninety nine out there. Our yeah. product. Right. Here, same warehouse, Unify, it's five ninety nine. $1 higher, 20% higher, just because of the freight. Yeah. Uh, we continue to do is support local to keep businesses alive and additional value. I, I think, guys, I mean, the biggest thing to focus on for the next 12 to 18 months is being sustainable and not being afraid to have a higher price point. Do you want to do, do, do more revenue and sell yourself to going out of business? Or do you want to stay in business and have a little bit of lower revenue? Right. I think this concept that a lot of private equity has been pushing, and again, we need to have them. They invest in brands. They put a lot of money in to grow a brand. Brands should not be as pressured to like just be all about revenue, right? It should be all about, I mean, you need to grow year over year, but you also need to have a proper margin and sustainability, right? And, and you know, Jake has talked about that <clears throat> endlessly on the show. Uh, last, there's a new guy here that I have not met, Eric Fetty. Yeah, I haven't met Eric either, I don't believe. He says, cost increases have been brutal for everyone across every material type. Brands that invest in building strong partnerships with suppliers, service providers have been more successful in finding joint cost savings. Um, and I feel, too, that finding the right partners, like partners that believe in your product and they know that it will sell even if it's at a higher price point, you know, and are not about, I mean, you talked about this, not beating up, you know, uh, partners, to get right. a lower price. You right. want to be on their side. You want to, you know, you want everyone to win the retailer to win by selling units, the brand to win by staying in business and having enough cash flow to reinvest it back in marketing to grow the brand. So yeah, right on. What else here? LinkedIn user. Can you that's share what happened with your philosophy? That's that's uh, Jamba from uh, Roddy Mermaid. Okay. Shout out to Jamba. Uh, Ray, Raishi beta glucan 
that's his, his adaptogen product. He asked, can you share what happened with your velocities post price raise? So what's interesting, it really depends on the retailer. Um, it's not like a straight answer. When we increased our price in Whole Foods, because the Whole Food shopper is less price sensitive, we, our velocities barely went down. And what's interesting, and I'll say it on here, I'm not afraid to say it, like Harmless Harvest, right? They have their own smoothie they came out with. Mm -hmm. By them joining us in the category of a whole coconut smoothie, our sales went up. Even though our price went up, but instead of having just three slots, there was you know, nine slots. There was harmless, like four or five of us, and then four or five of harmless. And it built that category in the rising tide, you know, uh, sponsor from last week. Yeah. is all boats. So um, I think it's okay to raise your price as long as it's still within an earshot of a reasonable price point. But also keep in mind, when you raise your price, you have flexibility to toggle promotions. You know, you can say like, you know, I'm $5.99, but you have that Instead of being stuck at one price year round, you can have a higher price and toggle it down at key parts of the year when you know the brand will sell. So we toggle it down to $449, $499, sometimes rarely $399. And that's the way we get around that. So when we're in places like Albertson's Vons, $499, $449, we can toggle it down to $399 and sell more units. So it's tricky though, because there's some retailers not to blab too much, uh, Wade, I know I'm, you know, kind of, no, you're, you're great. You're great. But, I'm listening. But, um, yeah, what I love about the show is that, um, I love to talk. You love to talk. We let each other talk. It's a great, there's a great balance here. I love it. I love it. And so you're one of the people that can put up with me talking too much. You mentioned, um, rising tide actually. And I wanted to see, uh, Tom and Susan won that. And I was anxious to see if they've tried it yet and what they thought, because I, I, I love that brand. I love what they're doing. And, uh, I, I, I honestly love the product so i'm yeah. curious if, if they actually got to try it yet or not um and we should it you know i know we're gonna we will get into it but uh i, I haven't seen Bilal on here yet so i'm not sure if he's i don't, with I don't, us think, I don't think he knows he was supposed to be a sponsor in a couple of weeks and we moved him right up to today right we put yeah, him he, on the fast track we put him on the fast track that's what with people we love we do that all there the you time go. you know there you know you it's kind of like you know just slide it in let it happen so exactly what um he, he announced something um, on LinkedIn that he got into a new retailer. Pavilion, I think. Pavilion. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great. You like to see good things happen to good people. I always say that. And, and, and they, don't, they aren't much better than Bilal as far as good people go. So it's, it was exciting to see that this week. Um, and speaking of which, um, and I know he was on. I don't know if he still is. But uh, um, right before we went on the show, um, my good – good friend, Billy Jackson from Jimbo's um, found out the power of LinkedIn really fast because he changed his, um, he changed his, his title um, on his LinkedIn profile. And he didn't realize that it would, it would go live to the masses. So Billy, um, Billy has been uh, promoted to grocery buyer. Um, and if you'll recall, when I was there, um, I was, I was the director and, and then Jason and Billy worked with me underneath me and Billy was the merchandiser, but Billy has since now, been promoted to buyer so i you know congratulations I, Billy. Oh, that's incredible incredible Huge. like i said good things happen to good people billy's a great guy and uh i i just you know when when i left california it obviously was with mixed emotions but there was no doubt in my mind that the hands of that that organization and that those categories with jason and billy i mean it's like 
you know, they're not missing a beat. If anything, they're pushing things even farther because uh, they're just great people, um, genuine people, and uh, they're going to do good things with the, with brands in, in San Diego. So I'm, I'm excited to see what those guys do together um, as they as they continue pushing forward. So absolutely. And that's yeah. that's a store that I'm going to be visiting this week. I didn't have time today because literally we hit the ground running to set up for the event. But for sure, Wade, um, I'm going to be, you know, that, that reminds me, I'm going to be texting Billy and we're going to stop by tomorrow. Um, I believe given that it's retail, he'll be hopefully working tomorrow, given that it's busy and uh, I'll stop by. What store is he typically at? Is he, does he float? Well, Billy, I was going to say, I don't know what he's up to now. Um, I, memory serves me. He was, he was doing some work from home, but I, so I'm not sure if he'll be, if he'll be around tomorrow or not, but um but uh, normally the office is there is, is in Del Mar above the Del Mar store. So, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. I mean, uh, me and my wife, we're going to definitely go to Jimbo's. That's where we give our business. Uh, I almost had a separate story. I was like going to go to Jimbo's and buy genius and send it to you. That's a, that's there you a go. story. <laughs> there you go. Frantically get product over to Wade. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I love Jimbo's. I come, I, you know, right now, you know, this is just, outside the hotel room it's kind of hard to see it's glary is that up that big bridge i was just gonna say that's the coronado bridge behind you yeah right? but so but is, uh, but isn't there there's a walkway like by the park a bridge yeah. by the park did you have to walk up there to to get to where you're at yeah actually it's trying to open the door here but uh speaking of which i saw this week um petco park was named the best baseball stadium can't even open it there it is though um, seeing who who that what organization named that, um, it was just this past week I saw it's uh, who was that USA Today I think it was USA Today that announced that Petco Petco Park was the number one stadium in Major League Baseball. Wow! So kudos, kudos to San Diego. Yeah, I wish I was uh, seeing a baseball game today. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I I went here a, a long time ago to see the Padres play, and there is. The street in front of Petco Park is renamed to Tony Gwynn right. Avenue, Tony Gwynn Drive. Something like that, yeah. And then you walk in and you see like the the, the lineage of all the players. So you see, um, I think Willie is it Willie Mays? Not Willie Mays. Um, anyway, you see Tony Gwynn. You see more of the current players. You see players from the '80s, the '70s, the '60s. Right. There's a famous African American player from like the '70s. That that was on the Padres. Well, I, I know Mays, the, the, one, the one that people line. kind of forget that um, if I, I believe it, it's a trivia question or it should be uh, Dave Winfield, I believe, was with the Padres before he signed. Blue Jays. It, this is my memory. This is my memory. He signed baseball's, I think, first million dollar contract with the Yankees. And I right. believe he was with the Padres before the Yankees. I'm going to have to look that up because it's going to drive me crazy if I don't. Yeah, I actually... I Googled famous San Diego, San Diego Padres, and I see Dave Winfield. Also, the guy that I saw, there was a statue of him uh, winding up for a pitch is Trevor Hoffman. Okay. So he was there. Um, I saw Ken Caminiti. I saw like some kind of statue or poster of him. But it's a really, it's a really nice, I mean, I wish I could show you outside. I can't even open the door here in the hotel, but it's a really just a beautiful area. The bridge, the water, there's a big Hilton hotel, you know, just yep. right there. Jutting. I know exactly where you're at. Yep. Yeah. All right. I lied about Dave Winfield. It wasn't the first million dollar contract, but it was, 
he was in 1980 the highest paid player. Uh, the Yankees signed him to a 10-year, $23 million contract. Wow. So the equivalent of that is $75 million in 2021. But That's enormous. Um, but, $7.5 uh, million dollars a, a year. Yeah, yeah. So that was way back when. But he he before that, the biggest contract was Nolan Ryan. So a little trivia questions there for you. And that's not going to be the, the question today because it's too easy. I it's just too, way too I easy. Just talked about it. Yeah, we got to go way back. Yeah, so. yeah we got to go back to the first like three seconds. What are we exactly. saying? Exactly. What, you know, uh, did we? Uh, what at what second did Wade wink to right. everyone? What like minute it. and second timestamp? That's got to be that freaking granular and hard. I like it. So, hey, speaking of concerts, too, um, last night, I, uh, Renee and I went and saw a show uh, in close by here in High Point. We saw the Glorious Suns. And, you know, it's all the good stuff that comes out of Canada, um, you know, between Midday Squares and all these CPG companies. Um, the Glorious Suns are out of Canada. And we've seen them. We've seen them in Ohio. We've seen them in Florida. In fact, another trivia question. They were the last concert we saw before COVID hit. We saw them in Florida in late January, early February of 2020 before things went, went down to, you know, down to hell. So, um, and we obviously have have resumed our concert activities, but that was the last one before all hell broke loose. So, but they put on a great show. Glorious Sons, if you're into good rock and roll, just, just, you know, you know, just not alternative, just, just rock and roll. They're a great rock band. They're a lot of fun. So we got yeah. to see them last night. And uh, a week from yesterday, we're going to see next Thursday, J.J. Gray, who I think I've talked about before. Yeah, recently. yeah. One J. of your favorites, right? Yeah, yeah one of our favorites. We've seen him in a, probably a, a half a dozen states. So we're going to see him next Thursday. Right so, Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, reset the room. There's some more comments. And then we're going to get also to our uh, our sponsor this week which is Bellani's, right? Uh, speaking of Bellani's and his launch yep. into pavilions, and he's giving away over, from what I read here, unless my eyes deceive me, over $200 worth of product, the flatbread, delicious flatbread, you know, stuffed with like, you know, pesto or spinach or lentils and all these sauces that you can dip it in. And it is fantastic. You put that sucker in the oven for like, five, 10 minutes, make it nice and hot. It like melts in your mouth, not in your yep. hand. Yeah. On using that phrase. Um, couple comments here. I really want to shout out Blackbird. Um, that's Carla Boy, right? No, Carlos Hempway. Carlos Hempway. 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 So yes. I want to shout out Hempway Foods as well. I, I had an awesome shirt uh, last week that I wore for those that uh, were lucky enough to catch us live. Um, so Hempway Foods, awesome. They sent me some product. So Blackbird, I tried their margarita pizza last mm-hmm. night. You know, I'm a bit, I'm a vegetarian, um, sometimes a vegan, and they have a vegan margarita pizza. It's awesome. I will say it didn't look as good as what it looked like on the, on the packaging, right, right, when you cooked it, but it definitely tasted as good as it looks on the packaging, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. So it, it delivered on like quality experience. It tasted like a real pizza, like real basil leaves on there. Um, both myself, my wife thought it was an amazing product. And then Blackbird sent me the mother of all swag. Like I, I okay, so I wore a Blackbird shirt to Vegas when I was mm-hmm. hanging out with Derek Ahambi and CJ Watson and the yep. tight end from the Raiders. You know, we're working on some ambassadors. And like I was wearing the Blackbird shirt. Blackbird, 
the LinkedIn account said, man, this is awesome. You're wearing our shirt. And I responded, I would love more swag. I love the design of your swag, of your logo and the way it looks and the colors. It's very, it's very trendy. They sent me five t-shirts. Wow. Two different colors, beige and white. They sent me an extra large. So when I gain weight, I can wear that one. They sent me a large, which I can wear. And they sent me a medium, which I can give to my wife. And then I, and they sent me a small that I can put on my cat or something. And so they, they also sent me a Blackbird backpack. Hmm. Has anyone ever sent you a backpack of their brand? I, I don't know that I've been sent a backpack. I, <laughs> I, I, I definitely have enough backpacks though. So I'm good in that regard, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's good stuff. Yeah. Good is the, you know, I'm not, as we well know, I am not a vegetarian, but I love their pizza. I love their pizza. It's great stuff. Yeah, but Car- Carla's giving you the business. Carla's giving you the business because she's not. Oh yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, burger so, yeah. and uh, the sausage and the breakfast sausage and crumbles and all that good stuff. Yeah, so they sent me uh, like the seitan and all this other stuff and like you know the the burger and yeah, great product in and of itself. Hemp just goes great as a meat replacement. I think it was the right choice. It's well formulated. So uh, yeah, sorry Carla. I guess to re- to. Give redemption. I'm going to be wearing some uh, Hempway T-shirts in the future for more episodes to make it up to you. How about that? That's a good way to make it up to you. There you go. There you cool. go. All right. Uh, one more thing that Carla said right on the shout you out. I'm already making it up to you. This is great to hear about price increases and price toggling. It's been a contemplation. Scary when you're already a premium price. I would say, yeah, like never be afraid to be a premium price because you have a premium product. I mean, if you have a terrible product and you're at a premium price, you got an issue, right? But if you are at a premium price, you put it on sale, you get people to buy it, try it, experience it, sip the lips, um, boom, the quality's great. They're going to come back and buy it at full price. I mean, very quick example, then we'll get to our sponsor. You know, Coconut Colt, they were, which we all love. I tried their um, cacao. Have you tried their cacao one? I have. I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Yeah, it is like mind blown. Like it it is so damn good. You know how it says you only take one spoon. You're only supposed to take one spoon. Right. If if I'm getting billions of bacteria in one spoon, good bacteria for the gut, I probably got trillions from how much that I've had of their product. So, Coconut Colt went on sale at a large retailer from eleven ninety nine for an eight ounce jar down to $7.99. Wow. Huge sale. Wow. I bought 10 of them. I'm like, dude, I'm just, instead of me going golfing for a few days, I'm just going to spend it on coconut colt. Right. (laughs) I sacrificed my golf budget to buy coconut colt. And I had a basket full and I sent it to Ari, who was the CEO of coconut colt. He's like, badass, like, thank you. And their chocolate one is out of this world out of this world. But the key reason that I meant I'm mentioning all this is even though I'm not buying as many at $11.99, I'm still going to buy it because I love the quality and there's nothing else that can replace that quality. I can't buy a Dan and yogurt or a Yoplait and expect to get anywhere, not even a Chobani and expect right. to get anywhere close to the quality of coconut cold. So, so, stay, so stay what, me, my friend. what I would say about that though, is that that is a testament of what I talk about so many times on the show is that, you know, as a buyer, my philosophy, right or wrong, my philosophy is I want to bring you in, establish the price point, which you know what the price point is for coconut cult. You just said it, eleven ninety nine. 
but you recognize the value when it's on promotion. And so what do you do? You stock up, you buy more, right? Oh, so normally yeah. $11.99, you're buying one or two. It's exactly the outline of what I tell people all the time. Establish your price point. That $11.99 is where you want to be. You love the product. You're going to pay eleven. You just said it. If it's not on sale, you're still buying, right? And so you know $11.99. You're accustomed to it. It feels good because you love the product, the quality of it. But when there's a sale, you recognize that value and you you buy and you buy way more than you normally would. And that's exactly what you want to do um, from a promotional strategy is is establish your everyday price point. And then so when you do run a promotion, people recognize, wow, this is value. So, you know, that's that's it. I mean, you, you nailed it. Exactly. And um, one thing that really comes to mind is our online promotional strategy. We used to we did a test, right? We used to do promotions every month. You know, like when you sign up for a newsletter, whether it's Vita, Vita, not Vita, Vitacost, I'm thinking Vita Coco, Vitacost, or you're, or you're setting up with um, even like on Amazon, different sellers, they may send you promotions or marketing or things of that nature. You know, Amazon, they're, they're doing deals all the time, you know? So we did a test where we decided not to be on sale except for twice a year, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and one other one like in the beginning of the year or like springtime, right? So twice a year, four to five months apart. And for the first couple months, people complained. Why are you not on sale? I only want to buy when it's on sale. I don't want to spend six, $7 on the bottle. And we just said, you know, it's quality. You get what you pay for. I apologize. You feel that way. Um, you know, if you want a first time, if you want to buy for the first time, you get 10% off, 20% off, right? One time. Right. But ongoing, you have to pay the full price because we need to stay in business. And that's literally, I was answering the emails to these customers. After about three, four months, the sales started going up because people realized, holy shit, they're not bluffing. <laughs> they're not going on sale. Like they, right. they're going to stay at that price point. And I love this product and there's nothing that can replace it. So they started buying it. And now our sales are actually about 2x higher per month than it was when we were on sale all the time. Because when you're on sale all the time, the inverse, right? You're, you're selling too much on, uh, you're on promotion too much. People get used to that and they never buy you at full price. So right. that's the opposite double-edged sword of that. So now we're barely on sale. So people buy when it's not, when it's off sale because they don't want to wait six months. But once it goes on sale, it's it's nuts. Just right. like the coconut coal. It's like we can't even keep it in stock at that point. Right. So yeah. Right on. Uh so shall we go to our sponsor? Let's do it. Friday freebies. Friday freebies. And my my wife is laughing. Uh, literally, she's this is the first time she's actually sat in. For an episode, do you want to say hey or no? No. Okay. She's like, yeah, she's texting on her phone. Say hello. Hi. All right. She says hi. And uh, when I'm doing all these intro graphics, she's like, oh my God, like this is. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's good so me. That's what you just said. Good stuff. Well, our so our sponsor, we've already told, talked about uh, Bilal. Um, Bilal from Bilani Foods is our sponsor. And uh, you know, I, everybody, if you don't know Bilal, you should, uh, he's just a great, a great guy. That seems to be the topic of today is, is great people, but, um, he's, uh, he's well known in the, in the space, uh, for his hustle. 
Um, he does what it, I lose track of the number. I think it's like 50 or 60 farmers markets every week. Um, like I said, he's a hustler. He's selling his products. So, uh, Alex already talked about, he's giving away a $200 value box filled with various flatbreads and sauces. Uh, and so they are plant-based, they're filled flatbreads. Um, and then they have sauces. I think you mentioned the pesto and, and I can't remember what the other sauces there's are. Like, there's like a red, a red sauce. Of some right. Kind. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but they, they have all their products are handmade, non-GMO verified, and uh, they they locally source ingredients where where they can, and they're just they're they're just awesome. They're just awesome, yummy products. Um, and and you know whether it's a snack, whether it's a meal, and you throw something together with it, um, you're not you can't go wrong with Bolani's. Um, they're they're great. And and we talked about they got into pavilions or they're getting into pavilions. So um, just sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. And and you can see the comments are already coming in. Bilal's a man, and he certainly is. He is. I see Parker joined us too. By the way. Um, so, uh, I don't know who's got the, I think you got the question this week. I think it's yours. Yeah. I, I'm just literally thinking through, here's the problem, Wade, is that I don't want to make it easy at all this week. Like I want to really make people work. Cause this is such a valuable prize package. Absolutely. Good dude. Yep. That we gotta, we gotta just like how Bilal ups the bar and the game every day and his business, we got to up the game on the show for this question. So I don't have a hard enough question to say right now. No. Well, I had one. I had one. And <laughs> but but I feel like I feel like I'm not going to ask it because as I'm, I'm, I'm answering some text. So I feel like I might have I might have my, my question is kind of um, it's, I got, it's, my, I my got question one. is spoiled. I, I got spoiled. one. Yeah. I got one. Go okay. for it. Go for it. All right, so we talked about a bunch of different Padres. Who's the guy that I said was winding up, and I saw a statue of him? Nice. Were they paying attention? So while, while we're waiting for the answers to come, we know about the delay. So uh, I, I had something on my mind, but I saw these comments come in. And, oh, oh, speaking of baseball, there's fireworks going off behind me because the, grass, <laughs> the grasshoppers are starting. starting that's literally – they are they are on the clock, yes. on time. Like, yep. That is consistency. Right it is. There. It is. Yeah. No, what, what I was going to say is with with uh, with Bilal, um, it, it's exactly what we talked about. You know, it's a great prize. But what we want – the whole point in the sponsorship thing is, you know, there's times when we give away brands. There's there's times when, you know, Tom and Susan Brandjectory sponsor us or we have something that's beneficial to build a brand – but it's all about community. It's all about, you know, whoever gets this prize, and I'm still waiting for the answers to come in, needs to tag Bilal, tag the show, tag Alex, myself, and and get a picture up of what you get and, and talk about it and, and just help spread the word, spread the love of Bilani, Bilal, and what we're doing here. And, and I know Tom and Susan did it with uh, uh, with Rising Tide. Um, that's what we're looking for, you know, is just to really just kind of keep that community vibe going and, and just really help, you know, help ourselves help each other. Absolutely. So when you get a prize in the mail from uh, one of the sponsors, promote it, talk about on LinkedIn, your experience, how you loved it, liked it, want to buy it again, all that good stuff to support all the, uh, the small local businesses, right? When I say local, local to right. our hearts, local right. to our hearts. So there's so, one uh, answer from Matt, but that's not who yeah. you're talking about, right? Yeah. I'm, I'll slow down a little bit on the question. Usually I, I'm more pronounced with it. This is a, you know, a statue. He's a, he's a Padres player legend. 
And I saw his statue when I was at Petco Park earlier. And he is a pitcher, and he was winding pitcher, up. That's, that's the key. Uh, Tony Gwynn a was, a, was a batter. Yeah. Winding up. Yeah, the other wind up with the yep. – yeah. Tony Gwynn, uh, uh, you know, I'm full There's of – There's the answer. Yep, there it is. Tony, Tony Gwynn um, has uh, Alesmith Brewery in San Diego named a beer after his – he batted 390 in a season. One of their beers is 390 Pale Ale, I think it is. Um, because he batted 390. I think it was the closest to 400 since Lord knows when. So, Wow. Well, that's badass. That makes me yeah. want to like name a genius juice after my, my golf handicap. There you go. <laughs> There's a, it's a seasonal flavor or something, right? So Julie, uh, Julie uh, wins the prize from Bellani. So she's going to be, have her, uh, have her fill of delicious flatbreads and sauces. Yeah. It's going to be uh, hot sauces for a hot summer. So make sure to uh, email Friday Vibes 100, Friday Vibes with the S, 100, the number 100 at gmail.com. And uh, to, re- to, to claim your prize, I'll connect you with Bilal and then he'll send it out to you fresh from the Bay Area to your home, no matter where you are. As long as you're in the continental United States. 394, there it is. 394, wow. I think that should have been the question. What is the pale ale that Tony knew was the 390? I had two digits, right? So, yeah, yeah, you're very close. Very yeah. close. It's a game of inches, right? In life, right. game of inches. So a cu- couple of kind of uh, housekeeping items. Make sure to give us five stars on Apple podcast and also on spot to five. But Apple podcast, that's our preferred listening choice, at least for me. Um, if you want to sponsor the show, we are booked all the way through at the end of August, almost early September. Like it, we're going to be booked for the rest of the year before we know it, Wade. Yeah. So make sure to reach out Friday vibes, 100 at gmail.com. If you'd like to sponsor the show, we obviously, if we don't know your product or never tried, don't send samples to myself and Wade. Um, also send us swag. I'm going to be wearing some great Tenzo tea. I, I got the most badass hoodie ever that I'm going to show next week from Tenzo T. It is when I wear it, I get looks and they're usually really great looks. Um, It's an improvement over what I normally wear. So um, I got all the swag from Blackbird. I'm going to wear next, you know, as a reveal as well underneath the hoodie. It's not a reveal anymore. And there you go. Um, By the way, Tom Malingo is just mentioning this because they're a reoccurring sponsor. Speaking of sponsors, we have a brand jack. This is Tom Malingo and this is Bryanton at brandjectorynow.com. By the way, we have a brandjectory event open to everyone on June 9th. Mark your calendars, June 9th. Speakers include Mukesh Jagoda. Ricky Jagoda. Yep. Ricky Jagoda. Jagoda Capital. Giuseppe. In, it's, these, these names are tough. Giuseppe Infusino. Investbev, Jeremy Halpern. Okay, that guy, I can pronounce his name. I've met him. Nutter, McClellan, and Fish, LLP. Stephen Platman, Anshin, feel free to, a lot of really tricky last names here. Feel free to join us. There's a link in the comments, and this will be forever up on LinkedIn, so you can look at it after. And uh, yeah, so what are you doing this this fine weekend. We, we know what, what, what I, what we're doing. We're going to San Diego zoo tomorrow. We're spending a day here after and Jimbo Jimbo's first Jimbo's right. And San Diego. Uh, Well, as soon as I hit end here, um, we're going out to eat. I think the entire, 
all three of us are starving. So we're, we're going to rapidly be eating um, as soon as we get off Friday vibes. So um, aside from that, we're just going to spend some time with, with our son and uh, see what kind of trouble we can get into in uh, Greensboro and surrounding areas. And uh, that's about it. Enjoy the fireworks at the, uh, the that's the timing. Home. I've got to time it. We got to eat and get back here in time to see the fireworks after the game. That's the plan. Yeah. Awesome stuff. All right. Well, uh, Wade, have a wonderful weekend. And again, I'll be, I'll be, um, this is a, this is a really fun episode, a unique episode, uh, on the road with, with Friday vibes here. Make sure to check out, um, our genius juice, Instagram, and also TikTok genius underscore juice. There's already stuff up here on Instagram and reels and also stories to see, uh, our sponsorship and our booth, at the Petco Park, we are the exclusive beverage sponsor. It's literally Coke, Topo Chico, Genius Juice. Like, <laughs> right? um, we're, we're among giants here, and there's 9,000 people packed into Gallagher Square, which I know you know. Yep. Uh, can you imagine that 9,000 people on Gallagher Square? I it's, can't. I can't. It's, it's a pretty small space with a lot of people. So um, everyone, make sure to check us out. We'll be, we'll be back next Friday, or this Friday, I should say. 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5.30 Eastern. Make sure to give us five stars again. And everyone have a wonderful, wonderful and safe weekend. Bye.